0: Episode 14, 14. Episode fifteen, fifteen. 15. Vain, inconsistent, and unconstant, as you are a child of imperfection, how can it be otherwise that you are weak and at the mercy of thousands of things of which you might easily be master? It is not because of your slavery to conformity, comforting the desire of others, rather than obedience to the law, which will lead you to perfection despite all oppositions. Wherein are you weak? It is not in the very thing in which you believe yourself strong, blinding yourself to dangers of which you couldn't be aware, except for conceit. It is not because you glory in that in which you think you are strong, thereby possibly bringing about your fall, or not your desire, which perhaps rare expectations, frequently illogical, And if successful in manifestation, not actually to your benefit, either materially or spiritually, might it be possible that your greatest weakness may be in knowing the strength and weakness of your own will? Do you perhaps glory in possessions that are more of a responsibility than an asset or in the misuse of them? It is not perhaps true that when having obtained what you seek due to poor planning, or selection and offer. You neither benefit person nor peace of mind. Whether you lose the pleasure that is easily available, why does it appear that the pleasure which is yet to come is the sweeter? Perhaps you are wearied with the good. To be greater than realization, this is true if there is no impatience You now possess, but you do not know the evil of what which is not with you. Do you know that to be content through though not satisfied is to be happy? Were the Creator to lay before you all your hearts asked for, would there be happiness in it for you? And would joy dwell always within your gates? Alas your weakness or lack of desire forbid it. Your imagined infirmity declares to you against it Verity night. We hope for or have reasons to expect as a result of effort is the compelling force to make the effort and is by effort that we achieve to look for a benefit or an achievement is a prolonged pleasure while the realization of the expected good is but an instant of pleasure. In advancing in any direction or achieving in any endeavor. Man should not become content, or he will seize his efforts and, he satis- and be satisfied with mediocre success. This satisfaction with one attainment is insensitive to further and constant effort. This is based on the fact that man does not attain perfection in any direction. There is always something better or more perfect ahead. There is the star that leads ever toward, forward, that draws man on. At the moment he has reached a goal he has had in mind, new beasts appeared and urges him forward. However, man should never be impatient with the process in whatever he is engaged, unless it be clouded, the mind and the task be discontinued, when success might be just around the corner. True happiness or contentment can never be found in the things others do for or give to us. Happiness and contentment are only to be found in desire, effort, and the accomplishment of a chosen desire. Something to succeed by effort is to to be exalted, raised up to to taste the results of being a creator. To be chosen is not the result. Stability comes to you in the place of values. You know not yet that which primarily delights is something earned by the biblical sweat of thy brow. When that which is of a few days is gone, you mourn the loss, but while it was yours, you despised it and gave it little thought of care. That which succeeds, is has no greater pleasure for you Because you lack great love for anything, you afterwards quarrel with yourself for having preferred it. You are not settled in your own mind, either as to your real desire or need, hence never content. This is one of your great weaknesses. This contented soul is a weak soul, lacking direction. The things are, to your benefit, frankly, offer you little attraction. And if accepted, give you little enjoyment. That which nature endowed with pure sweetness is no temptation to you, though it will greatly benefit you from the delights you seek outside of the law. You are made to suffer pain and sorrow instead of the pleasure you expected. To you who seek reality, there is need to be moderate in all your enjoyment. However, innocent in it shall remain with you are a blessing. Let your joy be founded on things endorsed by reason, and to its end sorrow shall remain a stranger. Let not your love be such as to be ushered in by sighs that terminate in language and deject- dejection, nor the object you since yearn for announcing you with sadity, so that no sooner you ch- possess it than you are weary of its presence join esteem and respect with admiration unite friendship with your feelings of love so shall you find in the end peace so absolute that it passes rapture tranquility greater than ecstasy God has given you no good without his admixture of evil. Otherwise, you would lack experience and not learn to know good from evil. He has given you the means of transforming and transmuting all that is basically evil into goodness, weakness into strength that you may in time by means of effort dictate by desire, take your seat with the God's. As joy is not without its resulting pain, so neither is sorrow. Without its portion of pleasure, he who who loves most must suffer most in the loss of that which he loves. Joy and grief do opposites, and are united under the law. One is necessary to the other. Otherwise there will be no control of the ecstasy of love or delight. Both are essential to man's advancement. To suffer and yet to prevail is the law. To be weak but by transmuting this weakness into strength is to achieve. Sorrow often gives daylight. Sorrow often gives way to delight. This is illustrated in the recovery of a loved one from a deep illness. The exterminate material joy is frequently mingled with tears. The pleasant memory of having had and then lost something highly desirable is worth all the sorrow and loss and centuries. Unless one is weakly possessing little or no knowledge of reality, in the hand of the foolish, the best thing man possesses may be turned to his destruction, while out of the worst the wise man will find the means to greatness. So blended is weakness in the nature of man that he has not the strength either to be good or to be entirely evil unless there is cause to arouse him to what is real and what is illusion. Evil is certain to prevail with you at once have the liberty of the rich and the contentment of the wise, for if your father opposed you and the vision of your country with your justice at once destroy him. All your duty save his life. If you behold your brother in the anguish of a lingering illness, is it not the display of mercy to permit the ending of his life, but is not also he who takes life away. His murder truth is but one. Your doubts are of your own creating. He who hath made virtues, what they are, planted also in you, the knowledge of their preeminence, act as your soul. Not your cold mind or selfish desires dictates to you and your actions will be directed by wisdom.